Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to today's morning manna. Hallelujah. I am Apostle Rose White, your host. And on behalf of our bishop and overseer, Bishop Abrams, and the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we wish to thank each of you for joining us here on this wonderful morning for another time of studying the Word of God. We do praise God for all of those that we do see that are chiming in already for this morning, and we are just believing God for those that will be able to come on a little bit later and those that will even be hearing in the archives later that they will be blessed on this wonderful, wonderful Monday morning. We do ask that all of our guests, if any guests that are here on this morning, we do thank God for you, and we just want you to know that if you are in a place where um, you know that you're going to have some background noise, please go ahead and mute your phone lines. You can do this by pressing star six or the mute button on your phone's keypad. This will allow you to be able to hear everything that is going on, but it will prevent any background noise from coming through. Amen. We always want to try to be courteous. Um, to everyone that is participating, and especially during the time of reading the Word of God and that teaching time. Amen. This is that time when we're growing, we're continuing to grow, and we are teaching an evangelistic ministry. So every time that we come together, we come to hear what the Lord has to say to us by his written Word. And so we thank God for the Word. It has definitely been a blessing to us. We are being refreshed each and every day. So we pray that each morning that you come um, here to fellowship with us Monday through Friday, come with your Bible, come with your pad, come with your pen to be ready to write as the Spirit of the Lord ministers to, ministers to you personally because the Lord blesses us all in a corporate manner, but he also blesses us individually on a personal level. So I'm going to call forth as we're getting ready to start a brand new week, and each Monday we always start with our invocation. Um, this is just to pray for everything that's going to be going on during the week. And so I'm going to call now for Minister Carla uh, to start our week off in a moment of prayer. Minister Carla, God bless your daughter. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you exalting you this morning. We come before you lifting you up. We come before you magnifying your name this morning, Father God. We just thank you for waking us up, closing our right mind this morning. We thank you for starting us on our way. We thank you, Father, for being able to give you the first fruit of our morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come before you asking you to forgive us of our sins, our sins of omission, our sins of commission, our transgressions, and our iniquities, Father. Please forgive us, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I lift up each and every person online today, Lord God. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you give us a teachable and a coachable spirit this morning. Open up our hearts and our minds to receive the fresh manna on today, Lord God. Father, I cover each and every servant, Lord God, that's online, Father God. Each and every servant that's reading, that's bringing forth the word, Lord God, that's reading the scriptures, Lord God. We cover them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father God. We cover the the person that is bringing the word. We cover Apostle Rose this morning, each and every morning, Father God. Keep her, Lord God. I plead the blood over each and every person this morning, Father God. Each and, person, each and every person that's listening this morning. Father, we just continually ask you to show us your ways on this morning, God. Teach us your Past, Father God. Guide us in your truth, Father God, and your faithfulness on this morning, Father God. For you are our God. You are our salvation on this morning, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you remove all obstacles, all hindrances, Lord God. 
out of our way on this morning, Father God. We ask that you continue, Lord God, because you said you were going before us to make every crooked way straight, Father God. And we thank you on this morning. We thank you for that this morning, God. We thank you for this fellowship on this morning, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that everything that's been sold through our hearing will fall on fertile ground this morning and each and every morning, Father God, for we do not take this for granted, Father. We just thank you and praise you. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Minister Carla, for opening us up today and for this entire week. To God be the glory. Well, our word for today, and we thank God um, for our own Sister Banks. We know that she is en route to work on this morning, but she has already given the word for the day, and our word for the day is immovable and marvelous Monday. Amen. Our faith in God is immovable because his works are marvelous in our eyes. So may the Lord bless you on this immovable and marvelous Monday. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, this morning, um, I'm going to be reading this morning from Psalm chapters 15 and 16. And it's just a a wonderful, wonderful two chapters on today. And so I'm going to be actually reading these from um, the King James Version this morning. So it's Psalm chapter 15 and 16 from the King James Version. Chapter 15 reads, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is contemned. But he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. Chapter 16 is, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extended not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. Their sorrow shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a word today. What a mighty, mighty word of encouragement for us on today. Um, Again, I want to thank God for all of those that I see that are chiming in on this morning, and we are reading um, from Psalm chapter 15 and 16. And when we look um, at this very first chapter, you know, uh, for the righteous, those that were Israelites back in the day, there was no place that was more precious 
than, you know, the sanctuary, the sanctuary of God. It was, you know, the sanctuary to the Israelites back then was a place of peace and security. And for you and I today, the sanctuary really dwells on the inside. Many people, when you think of sanctuary, their first place is thinking the physical building that you go into. But the sanctuary is what's on the inside of us. And within that place, when we go into that place within with the Lord, it is a place of peace. We do find a place of security. But what characterizes a person to be privileged to be able to go into that sanctuary, to be able to go into that particular place of safety and refuge. You know, we experienced that even on yesterday in service and even after what took on after the benediction, you know, being able to go into that secret place, that place of complete refuge and peace and security. And so we see in this uh, 15th chapter, that there were 10 qualities that were listed. And it begins with giving us three general um, qualities or statements, and those first three are, are rather positive, you see. But then it goes into some negatives and then back into some positives again. So verse 1, when we look at verse 1, it mentions Two important words, and as I was reading this this morning and looking at this this morning, you know, those two words stood out to me, abide and dwell, abiding and dwelling. You know, it says, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? So me being a person that loves to look at, you know, definitions and meanings of words, I'm always going quickly to sort of, you know, look and see what does the dictionary have to say about that particular word. And so when I looked at abide, and this is through the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it said to bear, suffer, endure, tolerate, stand, mean to put up with something, trying or painful. You know, that usually implies the power to sustain without flinching. It can be a temporary place, you see. But dwelling means to live or stay as a permanent resident. You reside. To live or continue in a given condition. So here we can see when there is that time of abiding here when it says who will abide in the tabernacle because we know that for some people it's just going to be temporary. They're just going to be there for a short period of time because when you're going in there, there may be some stuff you're going to have to endure, some stuff you've got to suffer, some things you're going to have to tolerate and put up with, and not everybody is going to be able to, to dwell in that. So it's just a temporary place for those that are abiding. But those who dwell, hallelujah, those that dwell in the holy hill, in God's holy hill, they find it as a permanent place of abode. They continue to stay there no matter what the given condition is. Hallelujah. And then when we go in to look at verse 2, it picks up with talking about, you know, those first three qualities, you know, of one who has the, the privilege or the privileges to go into that special place. That first quality is one who walks upright. You know, this is referring, you know, not to sinless perfection, but to a, a way of life that becomes sound. You know, you're wholehearted. You're not wavering in your thoughts or in your walk. You're walking upright. You have made a decision, a qualified decision, that you're going to walk upright. Quality number two is those who work righteousness. You see, those who work righteousness. These are deeds that are not only appropriate and suitable, but they're morally proper. You see, our goal is to do righteousness all the days of our lives. And then this third quality that we see in this 15th chapter um, is he or she that 
speaks truth from the heart. Oh, if man would only speak the truth. You know, we have heard and talked about so much how our hearts are so full of lies and deception. But this third quality is a person that out of their mouth perceives truth, even to the point that it may hurt them. You see, speaking truth from the heart. More than just speaking what is true, but their words reflect what's in their heart. Because the Bible tells us out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is on the inside of a person, that's what you're going to hear come up out of their mouth. They are people of integrity. They are literally genuine to their toenails. (laughs) They're genuine to the very core of their being. Now, verse 3 shows us some negative qualities. And these negative qualities are the qualities that you and I, as a believer in Jesus Christ, should not possess and we need to be quick to get rid of. And so one of those negative qualities is the one that backbites. You know, it tells us that he that backbites not with his tongue. See, these are people, I'm going to go ahead, please mute your line if there's anyone that is here on the line and you've got background noise, please go ahead and mute your line. You can do that by pressing star six. Who is that, clinical? Amen, amen. We're going to, I've gone ahead and muted the line. Amen. So verse 30, again, it talks about the one who, who backbites. These are uh, people who will slander. You know, they, they make false statements. They speak words that can hurt or harm individuals. And see, you and I ought to be true at, with at all costs. We are to avoid gossip. You see, try to stay away from the very appearance of evil. The second quality, uh, it says not to do evil. See, that's a negative because there are many that do evil. They conjure up evil things in their heart and even in their mind. And that third quality is that we're not to take up a reproach against our neighbor, meaning we're not to bring harm toward others. You see, believers in Jesus will never hurt anyone intentionally. It is our purpose in life to to not hurt or harm anyone, not through any deed, not through public insult. You see, we see so much out in the public where people will publicly insult other people. They do it deliberately to insult others. But as a child of God, this should not be our nature. This should not be a part of our culture. Our new nature in Christ is to love, you know. See, when Jesus Christ was the lover of our soul, and and God is love, so when he dwells on the inside of us, you know, then he teaches us how to love because he dwells permanently within us, the lover of our very soul. And as a lover of our soul, he teaches us not to harm hurt or bring damage to another individual. Verse 4 points out that the righteous will always be loyal to the truth. There's no ands, ands, buts about it. You know, they just love the truth of God's word. That's any man or woman in God will be true to God's word, and guess what? Also, they're going to be true to their own words. Be true. To your own words, be a man or a woman of integrity where you're known by your words. People can say, you know what, if they said it, that's it. You can, you can take that to the bank. Why? Because your words say just who you are. People will know you by being a person that's going to speak the truth and abide by what comes out of your own mouth. See, we are to avoid those who continually do evil, evil. And we are to honor those who reverence God. There's nothing greater than being in sweet fellowship with others who just love the Lord. I'm telling you, when we have the fear of the Lord, we trust God, and when we come together as a unit, there is power in the midst. See, the truth is important to a child of God. We will continue to fulfill our oaths, you know, even at our personal cost. 
Verse 4 says, he that swears to his own hurt and change not. In other words, when you make a vow, you keep it. See, it's not, it's not where, you know, today I'm, I'm going to be pledged and I'm going to give $100 today. But today comes and they decide, oh, man, I remember this is my son's birthday, and I promised him to get him them $150 Nikes. So, you know, I'll probably do it next week, next month, next year. But when we make a vow, no, we keep that vow. If we are promising to go and to do a thing, to take care of a situation, to go and see about a people, to go and minister to a particular group, whatever it is, the vow that we make, we keep it. Because it's better to not uh, make a vow and don't keep it. That's a dangerous place to be. And then verse 5, it reveals the, the, the two uh, qualities, two final qualities here when we look at this. First is that the righteous person doesn't practice usury. That means they're not lending out money and adding ridiculous interest to it. You know, a person borrows $20 and you charge them $55 when they come pay it back. Just ridiculous. You know, we're we're good businessmen and women with integrity. You have a business. And in business, let me just say, interest is not a bad thing because it's a part of what you do in business. Uh, you, you have a product that you put out on credit, and there's a certain amount of interest that you charge. But what the Bible condemns are those who deliberately take advantage of others in this manner, overcharging, having no integrity whatsoever, exploiting the people. This is just not right in the sight of God. And as a Christian businessman, businesswoman, this should never be our practice. Secondly, a righteous person will not compromise the truth. See, they're not going to be out there taking a reward against others, meaning taking bribes, giving a little something under the table. And folks do it all the time. But we are not to compromise. We are not to let down. We are to stand firm on the truth of God's word. Doesn't matter who likes it. Don't matter who leaves. Don't matter who walks out. Don't matter who rejects us. So be it. It is what it is. Oh, well, don't compromise. Stand for truth at all costs. And then let me say that our real and our truest devotion to God is demonstrated in how we treat others, and especially where money is concerned. Because money is a thing that has destroyed more relationships and separated more people, have caused more divorces, have split businesses, partnerships, corporations, organizations, churches. And so these ten qualities show us the kind of person who God desires fellowship with and who can experience that wonderful security that verse 5 promises. You know, it says the one who does these things will never be moved. My mind went back uh, uh, to the scripture in chapter 1 that says you'll be like a, a tree. Planted by the water, <laughs> I shall not be moved. Isn't that something? When you abide in truth, you become like that tree. Now, chapter 16 uh, is a, it's just a, it's a wonderful, wonderful chapter. We praise God um, for chapter 6 as we continue our study for this morning. Again, for those that are just Tuning in, we're reading chapters 15 and 16. And so as we look in chapter 16, many times throughout the Psalms, when we read the Psalms, um, King David, who uh, was just an amazing man and just a great psalmist, um, he faced many difficulties, much like you and I face today. He went through a lot of tough times. And so verse 1 of chapter 16, he is speaking of God and his refuge. 
he teaches us in these particular passages of Scripture how to take refuge in the Lord and what we receive in that secret place, in that safe place. And so verse 2 reveals that we are to take refuge in God, meaning that we are to rely on him and acknowledge him as the all-powerful God, the sovereign God. See, this is, this is not like any other type of trust. Like you trust, in, you trust in your car, you trust, you know, to take you from point A to point B, or you trust in getting up in the plane and you know that it's, you know, going to stay up there safely. It's not, we're not talking about that kind of trust. This particular trust is exclusive. It ain't shared with anybody else. See, David said, thou art my Lord. This thing was personal. This was real. And it was a trust that was only for the Lord. It wasn't like any other trust in anything or anyone else. It was specific. Verse 3 speaks of the saints who are in the land who take refuge in God, delighting in what pleases the Lord. See, they hated what God hates. You've been hearing, for those of you that have been um, here with us for any period of time, you hear us from time to time say that as people of God, we are to love what God loves, and we are to hate what he hates. See, and so this is what we're talking about here in verse 3, delighting in what brings God pleasure, in what makes him happy, in what pleases him. Verse 4, though, shows the distaste that saints of God have against those things that bring dishonor. Anything that does not build up the name of the Lord, anything that is right out against the knowledge of Jesus Christ brings us dishonor. It's distasteful, make us sick to our very stomach. You see, and some of those things that we're talking about here are the idolatrous practices. Here is talking about those that were running after other gods. These offerings from these practices were not even offered, or the pagan priests were literally condemned because of worshiping and serving other gods. See, there's no time to be playing church today and getting caught up in the foolishness of what's going on in today's society. Folks need to be running from false religions of today. You all have heard us talk about, and you've heard Bishop mention many times that we're talking about even the religion of Islam. It's idolatry. Idol worship is creeping into the church by name-brand preachers, and we're being bamboozled by it, don't even see it. See, our loyalty has to be only to the Lord God, Jehovah God, Yahweh God, the creator of heaven and earth, and only one God. We've got to deny the joining of ourselves with these other false religions and false gods. See, sometimes we even get caught up in false worship. Our worship is to only worship the Lord Jesus Christ. As we look at verses 5 and 6, it shows us how David is a man who settled in what and in whom he believed. What about us? What about you? Are you truly happy where you've been planted? Has the Lord planted you in a place, and are you finding pleasure there? David was settled in what he was and who, who he believed and where he was. See, there will be many who will worship their false idols, preachers of L.A., preachers of Detroit, money, houses, cars, people, things, situations. People worship stuff. Pouring out blood offerings, like we read in verse 4. But God has given the righteous the cup of blessings <laughs> that we see in verse 5. Praise the Lord. The cup of righteousness. This is the cup of blessings. And so as David did, 
You know, he refused to speak the names of these other gods, and he quickly addressed the Lord as his refuge. I pray that we cry out today, just like David did. Lord, you have made my lot secure. Hallelujah. What a blessing that no matter how dark the night may be, you and I can trust in the Lord with our whole heart. Verse 7 says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. And so in trouble, David only needed to reach to his right to steady himself in the hand of God. Verse 9 shows the, the real security that filled the heart of David. And I mean, it was so full of joy. Talking about an overflow, David walked in the overflow. That's where we desire to be, where we can walk in the overflow of God, having the security filling our heart, flooding our soul with joy unspeakable. That's where we want to be. Not just sometimes, but all the time. Knowing that no matter what comes, no matter who goes, we can reach out and know that the Lord is right there to catch us before we fall. That we do walk with that unspeakable joy, knowing that we are safe in the arms of Jesus. That he is right there with us, beside us. Can you say like David said even in verse 8? I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Glory to God. Verses 9 to 11, it shows what you call a real place of refuge as we are closing up for this morning, a place of security, a true pleasant place. And it is indeed, it's an awesome inheritance that you and I as children of God, as believers in Jesus, that we have. Even in the midst of the problems that we encounter, the stuff that we go through, in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. (laughs) That's that consolation in knowing that the Lord, he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. We may get off the road. We may waver off the path, but God will never leave us or forsake us. And he's faithful and just. He's faithful to do what he said he would do, and that is to show us the path of life. And so I say to you this morning, let us not only go into the presence of the Lord, but let us remain there. See, that's our refuge. That's our safe house. And here with Christ is the fullness of joy. And this chapter closes with the blessed assurance that at God's right hand there are pleasures forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen. Do we have any people of God this morning that says, you know what? I want to dwell in that place. I want to be in that place with the Lord where there's the fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Being able to sing blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, to God be the glory. We just thank and praise the Lord just for this little short time that we've been able to come together to read the the scriptures today as we've read the 15th and the 16th chapter of Psalms. I pray that you will go back and meditate on the word of God today. For those of you that are here um, where we're at here on the East Coast where there's a lot of snow that we look out, so many of us can't go out anywhere anyway today. So why not just find ourselves snuggled in resting in the Lord today uh, with the word of God and meditating on his word, being in his presence and enjoying the fullness 
of joy today. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to take this time at this moment again. I do want to thank and praise the Lord for everyone that is here. Um, If there is anyone this morning um, that has any prayer requests, we want to pray for you this morning individually if you have a personal prayer request. Um, Everyone may be doing good, but there may be some needs that someone may have, and we want to be able to pray for you on this Monday morning. So are there any prayer requests on today? Yes, I have a prayer request. Amen. Amen. Okay. Yes, um, I would like prayer for Joshua Bullard. He's going into surgery today. He had a heart attack. Okay. What um what was his first name? Joshua. Joshua. Joshua Willard? Bullard. Bullard. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. And he had a heart attack. All right. Amen. We're definitely gonna pray. We're gonna pray. Amen. Amen. God is able. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Um, I don't know if anyone knows, but we need to pray that God will give us a righteous Supreme Court judge replacement. Amen. The one that is Scully died, and I, apparently he was the only one in there that, you know, was against abortion and stuff. But we do need to pray that God will put someone in the Supreme Court system that will stand up for righteousness. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Keep All right. Amen. And my boys, please keep them before the Lord. My my sons. Amen. Keep us the family. Amen. Before God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. So we got your sons and the court system. We certainly will. We're gonna pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God. Yes, is there another prayer request? Yes, this is Brother White. I would like to keep up all of those that are in nursing homes and caregivers and also that God gets us, uh, let us not be uh, disillusioned with this process of selecting a president, but come to him for strength, knowing that he can do all things. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Certainly will. God bless you, Brother Thomas. We will pray. Amen. Amen. And Apostle Baker again, uh, just pray for those that are sick this morning, those that are afflicted. You know, when the weather gets bad, people's body begins to ache. And, you know, so let's just keep those that are sick this morning that are going through and also for our leaders, too, because they're the ones that you know, deceiving the flock when they don't receive truth, the, the flock, it hurts. Okay. Yeah. So God to begin to deal with the leader's heart, you know, for truth, that the flock be not scattered in this day and this hour. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are there any other prayer requests? We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Are there any more prayer requests this morning? Amen. Well, if there are no other prayer requests on this morning, and if all hearts and minds are clear, I am going to mute the lines, and we are going to pray. Amen. ask that you would join your hearts and mind with mine, and we join our faith together to believe God on this morning for the requests that have been made known. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we just come to you this morning, oh God, thanking you for this day. We give you praise, glory, and honor today, oh God. We thank you for your marvelous works on today, oh God. We thank you that your hand is immovable towards us on today, oh God. We thank you that you allowed us to wake up to see a brand new day, a day in which we have never seen before. We thank you, oh God, that you allowed us to have the activities of our limbs. This morning we're able to see, we can hear, we can taste, we can touch, we can smell, we can speak 
on today. Today, God, we tell you, thank you that we're able to move in you on today, oh God. And so we give you praise. We give you glory. We do give you honor for allowing us to continue to see your goodness in the land of the living. Now, Father, this morning, before we come, making the request known, Father, we thank you for the invitation that have already gone forth, oh God. And Father, we thank you that you have forgiven us of all of our sins that have cleansed us from all unrighteousness. Now, Father, we ask right now that you would also remove anything that is in us that's not of you. Remove out any bitterness, any unforgiveness, any hardness of heart that is within us right now. We repent, oh God, for unforgiveness right now. Help us to walk with the true love, the true agape love of Jesus in our hearts toward all. Help us to release everything at this very moment, at this time. This day, God, we lay aside every weight. We place down and remove everything today that will be a weight in our life. Today, God will move out freely in you. And Father, today, for any that have hurt us, those that have offended us, those that have spoken wrongly towards us, those that have spoken against us, God, we forgive them, we love them, and we release them to you. On today, let not our prayers be hindered because of any unforgiveness. Today, God, we release it all into your hands for your glory today. Move by your power. Move by your might on this morning. Now, Father, we thank you for this time, for this opportunity that we've been able to come together to hear the reading of your word. And, Father, you said, oh, God, that after your word, signs, wonders, and miracles follow. And so this morning, God, we are believing you that you will begin to move today like only you can move. Holy Spirit, move right now here in virtue. Move through the corridors of the hospital where Brother Joshua body is right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now for Minister Carla lifting him up and calling out his name. And even at the very moment that his name was even lifted up, you have already begun to do what is necessary and needful on his behalf. And so, Father, we thank you for the miraculous. We thank you for the healing waters that is flowing right now, even into his hospital room. We thank you right now, oh God, for you regulating that heart and you fixing what needs to be fixed and repaired. What needs to be repaired right now in the name of Jesus. Touch every doctor right now, oh God. Hallelujah, anoint them afresh right now, oh God. Pour out your spirit upon that professional in the name of Jesus. Touch the nurses right now. Touch the assistant, every technician, oh God, the radiologist, the anesthesiologist. Touch every person right now, oh God, that has anything to do with his care. Let them not prescribe anything that will cause any adverse reaction in his body. We decree and declare that by the shed blood on Calvary's cross, that he has been redeemed from every form of sickness, every form of infirmity, and we say he is healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for a good report right now, oh God. There is nothing that is too hard for you, and there is nothing that you are incapable of doing. And so right now we thank you that it is so that you shall cause him to rise up and be a testimony of your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Do something this morning, oh God, that will confound the wives of the doctors who thought they knew it all, but they began to see your miraculous hand and working on behalf of this man. And so we praise you today, God. We lift up Sister Vega. We thank you for the request of our heart being made known on today. Father, we stand right now, oh God, decreeing and declaring that you are all forth even through the court system. God, you are the supreme judge. You are the ruler in the land. And so, God, we ask that you will send for a righteous one that will come and that will stand on firm ground, that will stand for righteousness, that will stand for truth and holiness. One that will buck against the system. Father, we thank you for that one that will stand and to say, you know what, that's not right and that's not what we're going to do. God, we ask that you will let them become bold. Let them stand, oh God, against all the odds. And we thank you right now for your ministry angels being kept round about them that they be bold for you. 
Jesus, where a supernatural miracle in their lives are today. God, we thank you that even right now while we're praying, in the midst of our time of intercession, you're already doing a great work in their lives. And so, Father, move like only you can move. Bless the entire Baker family. Move through the entire household. Touch every individual, oh God. We thank you for testimonies that you'll come forth of what you're doing in the life of the Baker family. And, Father, we thank you right now even for the cry out for those that are dealing with sickness and disease, those that are dealing with aches and pains and muscle joints and muscle pain right now, those that are afflicted with their joints, having joint disease, joint dysfunction. Right now, in the name of Jesus, remove inflammation, remove the swelling, the pain, remove the edema. Oh, God, right now, touch right now, oh, God, from the very top of their heads to the sole of their feet. Oh, God, remove out any dysfunction, oh, God, knowing that the coldness brings about pains, it brings about a different kind of ache that only those that go through this can understand. And so, Father, right now, we ask that you will bring our care Hallelujah, in the walk that no pain could ever do. In the walk that no pill can take. Oh, God, we thank you that you're moving right now. And even though they are living in places where the weather is bad, God, we ask that you will bless that the heat remains intact, that it doesn't go out, that you will send those that are living in the farmland. Oh, God, someone that can cut the wire, someone that will bring in what is necessary so that the elderly and the disabled will be able to remain and warmth, those that are poor and needy, that they're in a place where they are safe, they're in a place of refuge where they are secure, oh God, we thank you right now, now Father, we lift up the leaders unto you, oh God, bless your leaders to get a heart after you, bless your leaders that will stand for truth and righteousness, bless your leaders that will no longer just deal with the mediocre messages, those messages that causes the heart to feel good, but it brings no stability or power. It causes no change to take place. Oh, God, let your leaders rise up and be the leaders that you are made for them to be in this time, in this season, and in this hour. Let your men and women of God come forth, standing firm on your word, not being bought and not compromising for the sake of money or people. Oh, God, but they are standing for what is right. They are standing for what is true. God, we thank you that you're ordaining those that will come forth, that will be leaders in this land like never before. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I bless your name today. Now, Father, we thank you for Brother Thomas. We thank you for his love and his compassion for those that are unable to take care of themselves. Oh, God, we ask that you would bless every person that are in nursing homes, those that are in convalescent homes, those that are in a system living facilities, oh God, those that are in VA vocational housing, oh God, those right now that are in a place that they can't do for themselves, those that are in halfway houses, oh God, those that are in security houses, those that are in places where they just need to find safety because they are unable to do for themselves, oh God, we ask that you would open up the hearts of those that will begin to take them in and will care for them and not hurt them, that will bring any harm or danger to them. But, oh, God, bless those caregivers, those that are responsible for taking care of those who can't take care of themselves. Oh, God, we ask that you would meet the needs right now. Oh, God, provide their needs according to your riches and glory. And, oh, God, as we're about to go into a new presidential time, oh, God, we ask that you would bless them, that your people will stand for what is right, that we will not be voting for people by the color of their skin, or because they're part of our affiliation, but that we will stand on what is truth and what is right, that we will make a righteous choice. We will make a choice that is after your own heart. We will make a choice in which you have remained. We will make a choice that is for righteousness and holiness. Let us be a people in vain that we remain not because of the denominational mold, but because there is a mold that is ordained and orchestrated by you, one that is led by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. 
God, we pray that you will restore unto her, oh God, the favor and the love, oh God, in the precious name of Jesus. Strengthen her mind, oh God. Strengthen her, oh God, in those areas, oh God, that she's cried out to for this morning. God, undergird her this morning. Bless her, oh God, with blessings that is unbelievable, Lord, and divine favor this morning. Restore, heal, and bring forth deliverance, oh God, a greater word, a greater passion, higher heights, and deeper. In the name of Jesus, a greater revelation. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for her, God. Bless her now, God. In Jesus' precious name, we praise you and we thank you, God. We thank you for her this morning, all that she's poured out, and we receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Glory to God. What a blessing. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Mr. Baker. Amen. Hallelujah. My soul rejoices today and my soul magnifies the Lord. God be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to ask quickly as we're about at the top of our hour, but if there is anyone this morning that has a praise report, I want to. I never want to leave off the line in case there is someone that had a praise report. Amen. Uh, so if you have a praise report, the line is open for you to share that at this time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. You, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to say I thank the Lord. Amen. Because my praise report is that God is so good and he is so real. And Amen. we're seeing God doing some great and wonderful things, some marvelous things. We thank and praise the Lord even for service on yesterday, how the Lord truly blessed us and met us, hallelujah, in a most special way, and how he just showed his love upon us on yesterday. We give God praise, glory, and honor for that. Amen. Again, I want to thank all of you for joining us on this morning for all of our guests that we see that are in the studio, God bless you on this wonderful, uh, marvelous, and immovable Monday. Amen. I want to announce that we will be continuing in the morning. Um, I believe that we will be on Chapter 17. So come, be prepared and ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to your heart through the Word of God on tomorrow. Continue to lift up the requests that were made known on today. Every day we should continue. We all, even though you may not be the one that's praying, but we should all be always writing down those those requests and keeping those requests that we personally pray um, for every single day and adding to it as you hear of different things that are going on. We believe God. We trust him and we take him at his word. Amen. Sister Carla, we believe. Minister Carla, we just love you, and we are believing God for Brother Bullet. We are believing God for a good report um, for him. So we look forward for you being able to bring us that praise report or perhaps he himself be able to come and to give a praise report of what the Lord has done. Amen. It is well. It is well. It is well. Amen. Amen. Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, if anyone, no one else has any prayer requests and there are no other comments for today, we are going to get ready to close out this morning with our benediction. Amen. That is going to be coming from Jude, verses 24 and 25. And it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless, before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. 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 God bless you all today. Enjoy this wonderful day. And remember, make it a marvelous day because we serve an immovable God with marvelous works that we can say it is marvelous in our eyes. Amen. 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 I love you. I love you. Amen. You too.
Thank you. God bless you. All right. God bless. Amen. Have a wonderful day, Bishop. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.